0: The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by A.A. Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at MyBestBailBonds.com.
1: It is the Blitz here on one San Antonio Sports Star. Conference championship games this weekend. Both will be here on one. brought to you by Flight by Yingling. One guy that I know is very excited about this weekend (laughs) because he ain't working it either. Yeah. is one John Machoda, lifetime Lions fan, dude. I I know you talking Cowboys might be the last thing you want to do right now. Right.
2: Uh, they're making moves. that are interesting to talk about. I'd be (laughs) fine with it. Uh, I I don't know what there is to talk about, uh, with them, but yeah, right now it has been a good time, uh, for there not to be much going on with the Cowboys for me, but yeah. If there was something to talk about, I'd be, I'd be
0: fine with it. Well, let, let me throw this out there. What What are you hearing, if, if anything, about Dan Quinn? Uh, every, you know, see, Seattle twice. Now he's going back to Washington, it appears, for a second interview. I mean, do you? does your gut tell you he gets one of those jobs?
2: Yeah, my gut would say that he gets Seattle. But I will say that it is something that I thought he would already have by now. You know, I, I didn't think that it would take this long before we uh, – saw him have a job I just I figured with the interview process and that being over him talking a couple times to to them I figured this is just a perfect fit for Seattle so uh maybe Seattle's waiting for one of these coordinators from one of the teams that are playing this week and they're going to surprise us but if I'm betting right now I'm betting that Dan Quinn gets that Seattle job
1: you know, John, and and I think a lot of us have thought that for a while, and some of us, me, have thought, well, if if Dan leaves, you know, I'm not sure who you promote from within the staff to kind of keep the continuity. But I thought Al Harris. I don't know if he'd be good at calling plays, but I know players like him. I like Al uh, Harris when I've seen him in Oxnard and what he does. Although Pledge, our producer, found a clip from Al Harris on a podcast with Schefter in December, where he said, "I'll follow Dan Quinn anywhere he goes." Um, so maybe that's not an option. Have the Cowboys, at least in the uh, background, been uh, interviewing, talking to potential D.C.
2: candidates if Dan Quinn leaves? I mean, not to my knowledge, um, and I think that would be kind of tough to be doing right now just because, like you mentioned with Al Harris, there's so many guys on the staff that are close with Dan. I don't think you'd want that word getting out that they're already uh, ready to they have this replacement ready to go i'm sure jerry and steven and and will mcclay have have discussed it thoroughly i mean they wouldn't be doing their jobs if they didn't but there isn't really this obvious candidate that you you can think of because i really don't see them promoting from within i really think that i mean you just look at mike mccarthy's track record generally especially with him calling plays he wants a head coach type over on the defensive side of the ball a guy that's had head coaching experience and that's not anybody that's on his staff if dan quinn leaves so i don't see them promoting from within i think that and i don't think that jerry and steven would want to do that either you know i mean obviously when things didn't work out in mike nolan uh you know they moved quickly to go go after and get dan quinn and i think that would be pretty similar i mean i would think at the the very least it would be someone that's been a long time defensive coordinator in this league just because of the way that the roster is set up i just don't see them going some young up-and-coming defensive coordinator now if you hired a new head coach or you're going to hire one next year then obviously you can you know, change things up. But with the current structure they have, bringing Mike McCarthy back, the team that they're going to have, I just don't see them promoting somebody from within.
0: Well, you know, then the first name that that, that comes to mind is Mike Vrabel. Uh, and he, head coach, good defensive guy, uh, possibility?
2: Well, that would be an interesting one because that, that would be – it would fit right in with the whole Dan Quinn thing where a lot of people thought, well, if Mike gets let go, then Dan Quinn could be the next head coach of the Cowboys. You could say that same exact same thing, thing there with Mike Rabel. If things didn't work out with Mike McCarthy next year, then Rabel could be your next head coach. And that's something that I could see obviously being inter- interesting to Mike Rabel and would be to any coach to be a chance get a chance to coach the Dallas Cowboys. And so it would be interesting. That'd make for a lot of storylines. And he obviously has the resume. I think he was only a DC for one year, but obviously. Uh, really good head coach. Um, I'm surprised that he hasn't been picked up yet. And so, yeah, that would be to me when they hired Dan Quinn after they moved on from Mike Nolan. I thought that that was a slam dunk, no doubt about it. Best possible DC they could have gotten at the time, realistically speaking. And if Mike Vrabel doesn't get one of these head coaching jobs, I'd feel the exact same way about him for for the their DC opening with the Cowboys.
1: Out of curiosity, and I'm not, I, I don't remember when Dan Quinn was hired. Did he have past relationship with Mike McCarthy? Like, like I'm curious, I know Jerry and Steven, how much influence will Mike McCarthy have on if Dan Quinn were to move on, who the new DC would be?
2: I mean, he'll have a say in it for sure. I don't see them just going to get somebody that Mike's like, no, I could never work with that guy, but he seemed to be fine with working with Dan Quinn. I don't, I don't know of them having any prior, not to my knowledge, working relationship before uh, they were together with the Cowboys and, there was no prior working relationship with Kellen Moore as offensive coordinator when Mike McCarthy took the job, and so, um, I, I mean, that's yeah. I would he'd want to say in it, but ultimately it comes down to Jerry's the one that's going to make the final decision. If Jerry really wants Mike Rabel, then Mike Rabel will be their DC.
0: <laughs> Interesting, and and um, John, I'm I'm reading and have read several articles about a guy, and you have to help me with his last name. Aiden, is it Dirty? Dirt. Yeah. Okay. He appears to be a popular guy with some teams. Uh, I, I don't know much about him. Can you enlighten us at all on this guy?
2: Yeah, no, he's he's definitely a, a players' coach. Uh, all the players think very highly of him. Uh, you know, he's kind of come up through. He was with Atlanta. Uh, you know, he's worked with Dan Quinn before, and he's just like a young up-and-comer coach who was um, uh, former player and. I don't know if it's it's interesting because the next move up for him would probably be to be a DC, and, that, and that's why he's getting interviewed for, for these but uh, these job, other job openings. So obviously, other teams see, see the interest in him as well. But yeah, he is very well liked by the players. So very similar to, to Al Harris, where uh, it wouldn't surprise you if one of these guys you know gets a job somewhere else, which is which is good. And, and 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 I say that from this perspective. There's been a while with the Cowboys where nobody was really trying to grab any of their assistants. Let's just put it that way. And then now, it's, as of recently, you know you can tell that they're that they're developing some young coaches, and uh, they got some guys that that other teams are very interested in. So that's obviously a good sign for your coaching staff. Yeah,
1: John Machota from the Athletic joining us here on the Blitz uh, during uh, Super Bowl week when we're all out in Vegas on on Radio Row working uh, honors uh, the NFL Honor Show is going to happen. A lot of Cowboys up for awards. Dak's an MVP candidate. Uh, Deron Bland, Micah Parsons are finalists for Defensive Player of the Year. Dak and CD for Offensive Player of the Year. Any Cowboy coming home with hardware?
2: Man, nah, I don't see that. I would say MVP, I'm thinking, is going to be Lamar Jackson. Defensive Player of the Year, uh, Miles Garrett, maybe? I don't think it'll be Micah Parsons. What about Deron uh, Bland? No, no, nah, I even think that they would take votes away from each other. Uh, uh, you know, I I, can't, I, I, I think Michael will, I think Mike is going to finish second for the third year in a row. Uh, so, I mean, that's, it sucks that he doesn't get the hardware, but it obviously speaks to how good of a defensive player he is. And then the other one CD being up for index for offense player. I think that goes to McCaffrey. So mm, not looking like it now.
1: Wow. Well, that's too bad You get to go cover the award show anyway.
2: Uh, well, the only way I'll be there would be as a fan and that'd be if the Detroit Lions are there, then I'm going to try and work my way, uh, to, to Las Vegas for that. But if, if, if the Lions don't win on Sunday, then no, I will not be in Las Vegas.
0: All right. As a Detroit Lion fan, John, you grew up in Detroit, so that's obvious. And I know you've got to be happy as the rest of the Lions fans are realistically, do they get it done this week?
2: No, I don't think so. I mean, and and, and it's tough for me because I've had a lot of my friends that, you know, what do you think of the Niners, you know? And I'm just like, they've been a thorn in the Cowboys' side. Like, they, like, and some of these games haven't even been close. They've been, to me, the clear class of the NFC this year. And so, yeah, I mean, I think like, uh, I guess two out of ten times I think the Lions could beat them, maybe three out of ten. But just playing playing there in Santa Clara, where just how I've seen that team play there in the playoffs, I just I feel like that they're dead. I mean they they've been building towards this to, to get to the Super Bowl. I just think it would be really tough. The Lions would have to play like a perfect game. They would have to get a lead early um, and, and probably get a couple of takeaways. And and it's possible. I mean the Lions would be playing with some house money. I mean uh, they're the young up and coming team. The Niners are supposed to win. They're at home. Uh, everybody's going to pick the Niners to win. Um, but yeah, it's tough. I mean I just those last four times I've seen the Niners play the Cowboys, it just hasn't been. Uh, it, it, it just very clear who the better team was. And I've seen the Cowboys play the lions this year. And whether it comes down to a close call or not, you can't sit here and tell me one team's way better than the other. They're pretty, they're pretty close. One team's stronger in some areas than the others, but um, yeah, I'd, I'd be surprised if the lions won, but man, that would be, that would be this that would be some story. I would, I would, I would love to see that.
1: Uh, dude, I do. I mean, for the record, I picked Detroit to win Ryan Eagle
0: picked San Francisco. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing the Lions would, win because it's sentimental. I think everybody in the country
2: is rooting for the Lions. Yeah, I would. I mean, the thing is for me, growing up in that area, I just, there's a little bit of that, like 2016 Cubs, where, yeah, there's obviously there's Cardinals fans and there's other fans that don't like the Cubs. I get that. But there is a little bit of that lovable loser part to it where if you don't really have a rooting interest, there's got to be a part of it that's just like, hey, why wouldn't you want to see them win? Um, I just I I haven't I've never met anybody. Well, I shouldn't say never. I've definitely met the people in Chicago, but there aren't many people that are just like I hate the Lions. I root against the Lions all the time. They just they're really not usually on your radar like that for you to really like hate them. So yeah, I would think if you don't have a rooting interest in any of the teams left, I could see I could see certainly rooting for the Lions. Well, then
1: I I truly do hate uh, San, sports. Hate the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> I mean, as a kid, the catch was the first time I felt sports pain, and I've never gotten over that. So I've, and I I think what I'm seeing from Lions fans is kind of the way Spurs fans were in 99 when they won that first championship. And, you know, I, I always kind of root for a team in that area. I love Dan Campbell. And when I hear you talk, and I appreciate it, John, because you are level headed. And Rob Thompson, who does our morning show, he's a longtime Aggie. And he calls it battered Aggie syndrome. Every time there's about to be something good potentially happening to his Aggies, he's always fearful of it because he's worried about getting disappointed. And so the approach that Rob has is kind of like you going into this game. You want it to happen, but you're not going to let yourself get too excited.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I would say this, though. I would say, because I'm friends with some Aggies, too, since I've moved down here, and I've definitely heard about that syndrome. Um, I would say this. Where the Lions are right now, though, would be like A&M making the college football playoff. Like, yeah, they'd be upset if they lost there, but I, I think there'd be a little bit of, of where the Aggies would be like, hey, man, that's our next step. That was, that was great that we took that. That's kind of where I am with the Lions. The Lions, for me to feel battered, they would have had to lo- lose last round. They would have had to lose to that Baker Mayfield team at Ford Field. I would have been like, man, you got all this going for you, you got lined up perfectly, and you lost to that Bucks team, really? That's what we're doing here? <laughs> kind of yeah. like but the Cowboys, the Cowboys is-
1: losing to the Packers?
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, but but hey, you want speaking of the Cowboys, we can tie this in real quick. Let's flip it on the other side because you brought up the Niners and and, and disliking the Niners and all that. Let's say the Niners lose that game. I'm not saying they're on the Cowboys level of disappointment, but it's a lot of years we've had some really good teams, and, and I mean they haven't won it through a through Bowl, you know, since '94. I mean, for how good that that organization has been yep. since 1994. To not have gotten a Super Bowl win since then would be kind of surprising, and especially the fact that you were to lose to this Lions team, and that, again, is another thorn in your side. Because here's the thing, like, every year that goes by, then you got to start paying more guys. Brock Purdy is eventually going to need to get paid. You're not going to keep running this back. Trent Williams isn't getting any younger. Debo Samuel is always hurt. Christian McCaffrey gets injured a lot. Like, there's no guarantee that you just run it back next year. So, if you're a Niners fan and they, didn't, they don't beat this Lions team, man – I I would think that there'd be a lot of frustrated Niner fans.
1: Yeah, Yeah. the pressure is all on San Francisco and a lot of pressure on Lamar to get it done. Have a great championship game Sunday. I'm rooting for your Lions, John. Appreciate you jumping on on a Friday.
2: I appreciate it, guys. Have a good weekend.
1: Good stuff. Make sure you follow Mishota on Twitter, at John Mishota. Subscribe to The Athletic, John Mishota, on the Buyers Barricades guest line, where they provide traffic control, rental, and sales for San Antonio and beyond, online at buyersbarricades.com. Spurs play tonight. Game night, San Antonio, next here on The Blitz.